And there are a lot of people that got wiped out by 2008 because they didn't have self-disciplined personal financial lives and self-disciplined business and real estate related lives. And there's a way to merge the two and there's a way to have long, sustainable real estate investing career. And we're gonna talk a little about that and it starts with personal finance. Welcome to the House Hacking Success Podcast, where you'll learn the path to free rent and financial freedom through real estate. Featuring your hosts, Brad Labrie and Drew Klingler. Hey everyone, real quick before we start the show, Brad wrote an amazing ebook that will teach you everything you need to know about house hacking and living rent free. To get a free copy, text house hack all one word to 22828. That's house hack all one word to 22828 to get your free copy. Welcome to House Hacking Success. I'm your host, Bradley Labrie, and today I'm super excited for you to be here with us because we're going to talk about an important subject that we don't talk a whole lot about on the show, which is personal finance. I know for me personally, it was a struggle when I was younger to keep my personal finances in order, and so I know exactly where you're at in your life if this is a struggle for you. So we're going to talk to that. We're going to talk about cleaning up consumer debt, talk about fixing your credit, preparing yourself to buy properties, all the essentials if you're going to have a long-lasting real estate investing journey. And then at the end, we're going to talk to my personal philosophy, which is bridging the gap between Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki, which if you guys are unfamiliar with either one of them, they have completely altering opinions on money. And so we're going to speak to that, like why somebody could have a 180 degree different opinion on the same subject and why they're actually both right, but you need to pick and choose why they're right and if it's right for you personally. So we're going to talk all things personal finance how we can help you on this journey preparing yourself to be an investor. Because let me tell you, just because times are good now in the real estate community doesn't mean that that's always going to be the case. We saw that in 2008. So we need to prepare ourselves. And I believe there's a direct correlation between our personal financial life and our real estate investing and our business life, right? And so we need to bridge that gap. We need to be fundamentally strong. We need to have the self-discipline to be able to have a self-disciplined and well-managed real estate company and a self-disciplined, well-managed personal financial uh, statement for ourselves with our family, with our spouse, with our children, everything. We need to be disciplined, and we're going to talk to that today. But before we get into it, if we have added any value to you on the podcast, we just ask that you go down and you rate and review our podcast. It helps us reach more people, share the message of house hacking, and help change other people's lives like it has yours and mine. So we'd really, really appreciate if you did that. So without further ado, let's get into the topic of personal finance, because it's incredibly important for us to have a very self-disciplined personal financial life. If we're going to have longevity in this business, it's going to require it. And there are a lot of people that got wiped out by 2008 because they didn't have self-disciplined personal financial lives and self-disciplined business and real estate related lives. And there's a way to merge the two and there's a way to have long, sustainable real estate investing career. And we're going to talk a little about that. And it starts with personal finance. So first, let's clean up consumer debt. Let's talk about it. Okay, because we all have it. We all started out this way, right? Whether it's car loans, whether it's credit cards, whether it's box store loans, right? We need to be very intentional about it. My wife and I paid off our cars, both of our vehicles, we paid off. They're, they're good vehicles They get us back and forth. They're not going to leave us stranded. But we've been very, very intentional about having cash vehicles because we wanted to ra- rapidly grow our real estate investing career. We wanted to do it with a hedge, right? We don't mind taking being over leveraged or highly leveraged in real estate 
because we are so intentional on personal financial life. So we know that if there are minor mistakes or there are hiccups, we have the ability to cover that and sustain that for a long period of time because we don't have massive amounts of consumer debt, right? Uh, credit cards. Another big thing that people carry is credit cards, right? And if we're not intentional about it, these things can rack up and the interest will just go on and on and on and on uh, and build up and build up and we'll never pay these things off. And when the economy turns, right, we're toast. We have car loans, we have credit card debt, you know, we have box store debt, right? Uh, we have student loans. All of these things can really, really impede your real estate investing career. And we have to be very intentional about that. On the subject of student loans, a lot of people ask me, should I focus on paying them off first or should I get into real estate? Well, that's really a personal preference. But let me just talk to a couple people that I know personally uh, that, in, that invest. Um, and they decided to do house hacking first and then pay off the student loans. It's very doable, right? Um, and they save so much on their housing expense that they've been able to just attack these student loans and pay them off. And that could be you too. So it's something, uh, uh, you know, something you have to discuss and figure out for yourself. But if you can eliminate your housing expense and take all that additional mental money to pay off cars or student loans, like do it. It's a great way to go. But we have to be intentional about it. The next step is if you actually want to be a real estate investor, we have to start with fixing your credit. And the first thing that I recommend is go speak with a loan officer. Like they want to help you. Their goal is to get you financed for a house. So go talk to them and say, hey, I may not have perfect credit, but I want to get to here and I want to buy a house. How can I do that? And they will give you a game plan to do that. If they're a good mortgage broker, mortgage officer, they're going to help you do that. Uh, and But there's other ways to go about figuring out that as well. And Credit Karma is a great resource for you. First of all, if, when you create a Credit Karma account, they're going to show you how to better your credit. So the first thing that Credit Karma will allow you to see is late payments. What, like, how many late payments do you have on your account? Uh, you know, what were they? What company were they from? What credit card were they from? What car loan were they from? You can see these, and then my suggestion is go and dispute those late payment late payment claims. You can dispute them, and you can get them off your record, which will increase your credit score. The next thing is credit card utilization. All right. We should always aim to A, pay off our credit cards completely, but at the very minimum, we should have only 30% of the full credit limit. So for instance, if we have a $1,000 credit card limit, we should have under $300 that we're carrying to the next month. And so there's two ways to get down to the uh, 30% credit card limit. You can pay down your credit cards, which is the best way, all right? But if you have a lot and you're trying to simultaneously pay down your credit card, and boost your score, you can actually call the credit card company and increase your credit limit. So if you have a $1,000 credit limit, you can ask them to go up to 3,000. So now, if you had $1,000, you were right at the limit, you were maxing out at the 1,000, you had 1,000, you're carrying 1,000, you had a 1,000 credit card limit, and you go to 3,000, well now you go from 100% credit limit to 33%, right? Does the math make sense? If you have a $1,000 limit and you max out that card, that's 100% credit card utilization. But if you go increase it to $3,000 limit, and now this takes personal self-discipline to now pay this off and not max that card out again, but now you're down to 33% credit card utilization. So that's another good way to increase your score while you're paying that down. The other thing is make sure there's no derogatory remarks. And the same thing with the late payments, you can dispute these. If you have derogatory remarks, dispute them. 
with the company that is holding that mark. The other factor is age of credit history. So if you're younger, it's a very good thing to potentially get a credit card and pay it off every month. It starts your credit history and it'll allow you to get finance for a house to start house hacking. Total accounts uh, doesn't matter that much, but just make sure that you don't you're you know you don't have a ton of accounts. Uh, and then hard inquiries. If you can do your best not to accumulate large amount of hard inquiries. All right, those are the things that Credit Karma will help you track and help you better your credit score. So keep that in mind. I advise getting a Credit Karma account. It'll really help you in the long run. And lastly. We're going to talk about something that I base my personal finance on because if you are unfamiliar with who Dave Ramsey is, he believes that you should live a 100% debt-free life and that includes business and personal finance, right? And he's very hardcore on that. And there's a reason behind it, right? I read his books. He's He's got great thought process behind everything that he does. And on the other side is Robert Kiyosaki, who is a, is a big leverage guy, right? And he doesn't even mind leveraging consumer debt as you know as far as car loans and things like that um but here's the difference right here's the reason why they differ so much in my opinion dave ramsey focuses on personal finance and his thought process is if we are debt free we have the ability to now make a much more thorough thought decision when it comes to jobs when it comes to moving when it comes to family matters and he's incredibly right on the freeing power of not having debt, consumer debt, mostly, over your head, right? You can do so much more with your life and make much freer decisions. And the FIRE community, which is financial independence, retire early, is very adamant about this, right? They believe this as well. They believe that, you know, if you want to actually retire early, consumer debt is a horrible anchor to have, all right? And so that's why Dave Ramsey believes the way that he believes is because of he focuses 100% on personal finance. The reason that Robert Kiyosaki believes the way that he does is that he focuses on global finance. You know, what the elites are doing to our economy, what the big banks are doing and how they're pumping so much money and devaluing the dollar that literally, like he says, savers have become losers in this economy. If you're saving money, you are losing money. And so that is why... They have altering opinions on money, and my personal philosophy is to bridge the gap between them. I believe that you should aim to not have consumer debt. Now, if you want to drive a nice car, fine, but carrying credit card debt and all of those other things are just detrimental to your personal life, all right? But I believe so heartedly in real estate and income-producing property that I have no problem being highly leveraged for a short period of time in real estate if you actively seek to then get yourself in a better equity position, all right? And that's my personal philosophy. I merged the two, right? I'm very intentional about not carrying consumer debt so that I can become highly leveraged and grow my real estate portfolio. And that's why I merged the path between both of them. So I appreciate you guys being here. This is just a short podcast. I wanted to talk about personal finance what I personally believe without getting too in-depth because, again, everyone has different circumstances. Everyone has different goals. But if your goal is to potentially retire early or if you want to go full-time in real estate or no matter what your goals are, if you want to get out of your personal job, you need to attack this with some serious intentionality, right? And it starts with cleaning up your consumer debt, really. If you want to do things early and you want to do it for a long time, 
not just be a flash in the pan, but if you want to do this for the rest of your life, you have to be very, very intentional. And I believe that merging Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki's philosophies can do that for you. So again, I appreciate you guys. DM me, email me, ask me your personal questions. I love it when you guys ask personal financial questions or uh, questions related to house hacking. Hit me up with all your questions and I will actively seek to help you better your position and change the course of your family history. So you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Hey everyone, Brad wrote an amazing ebook that will teach you everything you need to know about house hacking and living rent-free. To get a free copy, text HOUSEHACK, all one word, to 22828. That's HOUSEHACK, all one word, to 22828 to get your free copy.